So you want to know about the phases of gambling, (laughs) the addiction phases cycle. Welcome again to another episode of the 1% in Recovery, where we stress that recovery is beautiful. Your EQ is your IQ, and you cannot outthink an emotional issue, where we encourage you to laugh every day, to work hard, work hard in your relationships, work hard in your job, your business, and work hard in recovery, and to love, love unconditionally. The more love you give out, the more love will come back to you. Now out, the Recovery Growth Scorecard. It is a free, I repeat, free scorecard. So you can begin this journey of recovery where you start to implement metrics to heal, to recover, to get those natural hormones, dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, oxytocin. That's how you start to heal. It is free. Go to the website, www.lifeiswonderful.love, or email me, Hugo V at lifeiswonderful.love. Also, if you have a question about recovery, about the steps, about relationships, Call me, Hugo V. Find it right there at the website, www.lifeiswonderful.love. Sign up for a free 15-minute call. So you can begin this journey of recovery. Everybody deserves to recover. Everyone deserves to live their best life. (laughs) That's why we're on this journey. We're going to enjoy life, all the ups and downs and everything else, and learn how to live and be content. So let's get into the cycles of addiction, the different stages. Now, they also can be very similar to the drugs and alcohol addiction stages. Now, for gambling, it's gonna, we're going to go through the three big ones. Winning. Those are the winning stage. Then you go into the losing stage, and then you go into the desperation phase, stage. No different than um, talk about drugs and alcohol, where there's always like that early stage. Then we have the critical stage and then the chronic stage. So they're very similar because early is like winning. You know, everything kind of for gambling that is gambling, you usually have a win. And it's usually a big win. It's something where it starts to make you feel all powerful, that you have a system that you can make this extra side money by just making bets on sports or on poker, (coughs) on any form of gambling. And that is where you start to minimize losses, where you start to almost encourage more people to go gambling with you because you want to prove that you have this expertise, that you have this hot hand, that you have a system, that you know what you're doing, and you know how to then live large by going to better restaurants or ordering all types of drinks or buying drinks, a round of drinks, or doing all these kind of big shot things. yet you are getting sucked into the world of gambling because every gambler operator knows whether it's a casino, a sports book, the lottery, the Powerball, poker, casinos, all of it. They know the longer you play, 
you will lose. The odds are in the house's favor. That's why they always want to encourage you to just keep playing. They don't care that you get up in in ways they want you to start winning and get up. That way you start to feel invincible, that you're bulletproof, that nothing can stop you, and that you are now gambling with house money. And in turn, what they're, what is happening is, is your brain is turning into that compulsive gambling brain. It is going past the problem gambler. It is going into compulsive gambling where you don't even know why you keep going, even if when you lose. So that is usually that winning stage that can comparable to the early stage of alcohol and drugs where that alcohol and drugs makes you feel good, that you tend to sense is that, man, I feel like I'm on top of the world when I'm drunk or high. That's what happens with gambling. When you start winning, you get those early wins, you start feeling like you're on top of the world. In reality, you're just emotionally numb. You have no idea what you're thinking. And then that's when you really start to devalue the value of money. It's no longer $50. It has to be $200, $500, $1,000. You're betting nickels, dimes. You're doing whatever because to you is, is you know you're going to win. And now you've gone into that losing stage. We're in the losing stage is where now you have to be in action. When we talk about compulsive gambling, it's never been about the money. It's always been about being in action. You've got to be in action. And in turns, unfortunately, that's when you start to chase. And that's when things get dangerous. Because when you start to feel like now you've lost all that house money that you won, now you're dipping in. You're dipping into your savings into your salary into your normal expenditure money you start chasing and then chasing is the bad thing unlike with drugs and alcohol like if you get drunk or high you may be chasing that drunk or that high the next time but you're not trying to make it up it's not like saying okay well i'm gonna i need to get that money back or I need to get that drug back. See, what happens in gambling, unfortunately, not only are you chasing the gambling high of being in action, you are also now trying to chase and make back, I got to get back that $500, that $1,000, that $5,000, that $12,000 as you start digging the hole and the hole gets bigger and bigger. And then you're inside the hole and you cannot get out. And that is the losing phase which is very similar to the critical stage in drugs and alcohol where you start going into where you're starting to needing that drug and alcohol on a daily basis <coughs> and you start to really crave it and then it becomes not only mental physical emotional it just starts to suck everything out of you it really does gambling alcohol drugs pills, it takes your soul away. You cannot keep going. That is the unfortunate part. And then when you start going even past the chasing, you are now into the desperation stage, the desperation cycle where you are now willing to commit crimes, consider committing crimes, lying, manipulating any way to get money because you have to get money because that you feel that that's the only way 
to get back to zero or to at least win back some of these losses, depending on how big it is. Unfortunately, you're only going to create bigger losses. Why? Because all the odds are in the house's favor. So it's not even a fair fight. There's almost zero chance that you're going to get back. Even if you do get back and you do have, you then think that you've gotten some type of reprieve, that God was looking down at you, then he really wasn't. You just happen to get a reprieve and then you continue to gamble and then you will actually lose. So let's say you were down 20,000. You get back to zero, and then your next, the next thing you know, a few months later, now you're down thirty, fifty thousand dollars, and it's that's how the insidious nature of addiction works. You just tend to big, bigger and deeper and deeper holes, and you cannot, cannot get out. The only way to get out is to stop and to start working on your character. The only way to actually move forward with whatever you're dealing with, gambling, alcohol, drugs, is develop character. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to believe in hope. You have to move into faith. You got to learn about courage and discipline and willingness and perseverance and service and awareness of God. You got to get into all those different character traits that make up the essence of you, of a human being. And that is how you move forward. Because once you get into that desperation phase and anything is possible, even self-destruction and suicide and incarceration, any of those bad things that can happen. The same thing is if you go into the chronic stage of drugs and alcohol, that you can be incarcerated, you can die. And it can be like, not, we're not even talking about fentanyl. We're talking about any types of uh, drug where your whole body just starts to wither away, where there's moral deterioration, where there's physical deterioration, where there's mental deterioration, where there's spiritual deterioration, where there's financial deterioration, there's all types of destruction. You cannot get out. The only way out is to stop and you have to find a way to stop. That is the beauty of life is wonderful. That is the beauty of the recovery freedom circle. And that is the beauty of this podcast, the 1% in recovery. We are finding different ways to get you to the other side to get you to live that best life where you are content. You do not have to live this type. You can live a life where you wake up joyful, where you wake up with a purpose, where you wake up giving out love and focused on understanding others, being empathetic, doing all those things that a true, well-rounded, strong individual is. With that, we will end this episode of the 1% in Recovery Podcast.